Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Be Seen, and I'm Emily, one of your hosts. If this is your first episode, Be Seen is a civil and environmental engineering podcast at the USC Viterbi School of Engineering. Traditionally, our podcast highlights ongoing research in the department. However, to end the semester, we have a special episode planned today. I sat down with a couple of students to discuss the inaugural Astani Research Symposium that happened this past September. To dive into discussing the symposium, I'll let the two students, Mohammed and Patrick, introduce themselves. My name is Mohammed Awada. I'm a fourth year PhD student at the Civil and Environmental Engineering Department here at USC. And I'm a member of iLab. And I was honored to be the chair of the student committee who was responsible for organizing the first Astani Research Symposium. My name is Patrick Rodriguez. I'm a third year PhD student in the Department of Civil Environmental Engineering, working with Dr. Becherik and uh, Dr. Soibelman. And for the symposium, I was the co-programming chair and I was also a presenter. So I think basically the whole idea behind the symposium was to bring all CE students from different tracks, from different research areas into one place where they can engage in scientific discussions beyond the traditional research areas. So for example, for me, I work in intelligent building design, but I have no clue, for example, what structural engineers or transportation or environmental engineers work on. So we wanted to create this environment where everyone irrespective of their research area, they can talk and discuss their research ideas. And our ultimate goal was to present this platform for people to look for potential collaborators among the different CE tracks. I think we succeeded in one way or another based on the reviews that we got from the students. For PhD students, we usually work in these silos, you know, like have different groups doing their works. And the fact that we were leaving the COVID pandemic made it even worse because we already were broken into these silos, but now we couldn't even come to school and we couldn't meet and talk about our research. So I think it was a really important accomplishment of the symposium was to bring these students together and have a chance to discuss what we've been doing for the past two years. So in that regard, I think we accomplished a great thing. The purpose of the symposium can be summarized in two folds. First, it was an opportunity for students to network and learn from their peers. These students working on their research projects are like digging a very deep hole. That depth is necessary to becoming an expert. However, a general understanding of the adjacent fields is also important. And the symposium created that opportunity to learn from each other. Second, the symposium was completely student-led. As you'll hear Mohammed and Patrick touch on this, there was a committee of PhD students that organized the symposium. Students attend symposiums and conferences, but this opportunity gave students a chance to see the work that goes behind putting an event together. Tasks ranging from soliciting and reviewing abstracts to organizing the judging all gave them experience that traditionally is reserved for professors and leading professionals. It all started with a simple email from the student services at our department. They were looking for volunteers to work on a symposium for the civil engineering student. I think both of us applied and we became part of this effort. 
along with a couple of other students. We started by dividing the work. So I was assigned to be the chair of the committee. And then we had four subcategories. One category was called the secretary chair. The other is the finance. The third is programming. And the last one is marketing. And I'm going to name the people who were behind every single category. So uh, Step Myers and Odile were the secretary chairs. Raven Althaus and Patrick Rodriguez, who is with us here, were the programming chairs. And Wellington Rent Area was the finance chair. And Boju Chuang and Agnimitra Dasgupta were the marketing chair. So each one had their own responsibilities. Each one contributed in one way into the preparation of the symposium. I think that's a good time for you yeah. to talk about Yeah, among our responsibilities were developing the symposium program, first and foremost. But we also worked on the submission survey that we used to collect the abstracts and after that the posters. And we also worked on the templates for both the abstracts and the posters to make sure that one, the submissions were aligned with the focus of the symposium and also that the posters followed the same format to keep the visual identity of the symposium. And finally, we also worked on how to assign the posters and how to organize and group those submissions according to some areas of research. The symposium was divided actually into two major parts. The first part was presenting your work. So the students would have their posters prepared and all that they have to do is to discuss their research, what they've done. And we actually asked faculty members from our department to be judges. Each poster was judged by two faculty members. They would give each student based on their presentation, based on their poster, the novelty of their research, a certain grade. And the average of those two grades was calculated. And at the very end of the day, it would give us who was the winner. So that was the first part. The second part was collaborative research effort. So students were divided into different groups and we tried as much as we can to put people from different CE tracks, different CE areas into different groups. The whole purpose of that was for the students to come up with a research idea, a prototype, a product that goes across multiple CE areas. So the students had to come up and brainstorm ideas from different CE tracks and try to converge these ideas into one solid product or research or prototype. And we had the judging committee from our faculty members who judged the different prototypes or final products that the students were proposing. And yeah, I remember that it was really hard for the committee to find the winner. So we ended up with two winners on that day. And basically, this is it. So as a presenter, it was a really interesting experience. Other than, you know, like presenting my work to other people and getting to know the intersection of my work with other people's work. So a few professors approached me and I had no clue that they had done research in some fields that overlap with my research. And we could discuss and look at my own research from different perspectives. So I think in the poster presentation section, that was the most positive aspect, in my opinion. And in the afternoon session, I really enjoyed because I feel like we're usually working with the same people over and over again. And the fact that we were 
randomly organized around those groups with people with different backgrounds. And like in my case, I, I didn't know any of my group mates. I've seen most of them in the corridors here, but I haven't had a chance to get to know them. And it was really interesting to try to come up with an idea using everyone's perspective. The approach that my group used specifically was to try to develop an idea that could benefit from the backgrounds of the four of us. So the main idea was structured around our four fields. And uh, at the beginning, we did a brainstorming session and tried to identify the overlaps to come up with an idea that could basically benefit from everyone's expertise. So as a student committee, we had three objectives that we wanted to achieve on that day. Uh, we wanted to break down the silos between the different tracks of civil engineering. So we created this symposium that brings all civil engineering students into one place. Obviously, students from different tracks, we wanted to put them all together to discuss their research among each other and beyond their traditional research tracks. So that was the first objective. The second objective is we all know that we came out of the pandemic. It's been two years. We've been staying at home. We were forced to go to our houses and we didn't have this chance to go to conferences, symposiums and present our research. So we wanted to offer CE students the chance to sharpen their presentation skills because we all know that communicating our research ideas as researchers is a very important skill. So yeah, that was the second objective. The third one was we consider this as a social event. So we wanted to bring students from different tracks all together to get to know each other and make friends. So I think we actually achieved that. I personally got to know a lot of the CE students that I did not know. And as Patrick said, you meet people in the corridor, you don't know them. But then in the symposium day, we got the chance to talk to each other, get to know each other. So yeah, I think it was fruitful on so many aspects. As I'm sure you can hear, the students that worked on the symposium were incredibly passionate. With this being the first symposium the department has put together, it was a learning experience for everyone. So I also wanted to ask Mohammed and Patrick to speak on anything they learned. I think that was my first experience in organizing such a big event. And honestly, I did not expect that it's going to be, to some extent, a little bit overwhelming. You think of organizing an event, it's going to be a piece of cake. You're going to do that, do this, do this, and that's it. But no, nothing goes according to plan. So you always have to be 10 steps ahead of everything. You have to think about even the smallest detail, because even that smallest detail can break all what you have planned. So I think the fact that we divided the work among different committees, so we have the secretary, the finance, the programming, and the marketing, each one of us was taking a separate task on their own, that really helped. Other than the PhD students, we also attracted a few undergrad and uh, master's students. So it was really nice to see that happen and how involved these students are with research, even though it's less common in these stages to be doing research. So it was really nice to see how engaged these students are and how projects that have really good quality, like we had a few of these projects there that are being led, produced by even undergrad students. So that was a really positive aspect of the symposium that I could see. 
Another thing I think was really good. I mean, the department trusted the students to lead the way and prepare. Of course, they were there to support in whichever way we needed, but the fact that they believed that we could do it, it was the first time. So we never know it could, it went really well, but it could have gone like terribly wrong. But it was a good thing that it was positive. The feedback that we received from other students and from professors and from people that attended the event was positive. So I think it was great. I wanted to take a pause here and highlight one of Patrick's points. Oftentimes, undergraduate students do busy work in labs, but the symposium showcased the contrary. There were a handful of undergraduate student projects that impressed even the faculty judges. Patrick and Mohammed touched on this, but overall the symposium was very successful. It was a great chance for students to practice their oral presentation skills and a chance for them to learn from each other. The committee blew faculty and staff away with their contributions to such a successful event. But no matter how successful an event is, there's always room for improvement. So Patrick and Mohammed touched on how they would like to see the symposium grow. Like this year, we only had one student coming from another university. So we only had one student that was not affiliated with USC. So I hope that the fact that this one was really successful can help us to market the symposium for, you know, like the next few years. And we can also have the participation of other PhD students in the area, like from UCLA or Caltech, among others. And yeah, that we can keep doing a good job. So in addition to what Patrick said, I think he described it perfectly. But the way that I would envision this thing to grow is to be like a big Southern California symposium where it brings all students of CEE from all different universities of Southern California area. So UC Irvine, Riverside, Caltech, UCLA together into one place. Yeah, I feel like this integration with other universities is a good opportunity to maybe look at our fields of research from different perspectives and also help us to build a network where we can get to know some people that are doing research in related areas and look for possibilities for collaboration within our areas of research, but potentially outside of our areas of research. I think that can be something we can explore for future symposiums. Yeah. And I think to make this work, I do believe that the department started this initiative. The student committee should be as broad as possible in a sense that we need to have at least one student representative from every single university to promote this symposium among the CE students of every university. And this will give us a big turn-in rate of the number of submissions of the people who might be interested and come and attend the symposium in the next years. I think the department is very much in agreement with the students. We hope the symposium will grow to include other neighboring universities and is an event that fosters an environment for networking and collaboration. I want to end the episode by thanking Mohammed and Patrick for taking the time to share their thoughts and experiences on the Astani Research Symposium. It was a pleasure working with them on the symposium. The symposium's success is attributed to the committee's hard work. But before we wrap up the episode, Mohammed also wanted to share some thanks. 
So I also would like to thank every single faculty member who volunteered to be a judge on the symposium day. We know that it took a lot of time from them and their time is really important. So thank you for that. I would like to also thank the chair of the department, Dr. Burchen Bacheri Gerber, for her continuous support throughout the planning phase. Whatever we asked, whatever we wanted, she would always say as long as it makes the symposium happens. So for that, I would, on behalf of the student committee, thank her. And I would like to also thank Dr. Felipe de Barros, the director of graduate program for his continuous advising for us. And he actually ran the second part of the symposium. So for that, another thank you. And last, but certainly not least, thank you listeners. We hope you enjoyed this special episode of the podcast. Come back soon to hear more about the research and life at the Sony Estani Department of Civil and Environmental Engineering. Bye.